we literally built it in a weekend because it was so simple and we could use, you know, simple tools to do it. And that app went on to do over 100,000 downloads in the first year. And, you know, we were selling it for like $2.99. Now take out the 30% commission and you get a bit of insight into how this micro play. This is Superfast Business with James Schramko. James Helping you build your business super fast. James Schramko here. Welcome back to superfastbusiness.com. This is episode 840. Today, I'm chatting with Jared Robinson from theappmatch.com. Welcome back, Jared. Thank you, James. And I think this is probably our first ever video podcast. So we're excited to make that uh, happen. Yeah, we've been leveling up the podcast studio over here at Superfast Business Headquarters. In fact, I'm going to talk about that in episode 841. We're just going to do a little solo episode where I'm going to reflect on the journey so far where we've crossed over 4 million podcasts on this particular show. Unbelievable. And what that has meant for me and and some of the thoughts going on and, and some of the equipment I'm using and so forth. So if you notice some things that are different on this episode, if it sounds better, if it looks more interesting, then you're getting a sneak preview. But I'll talk about that in the next episode. But for now, we're going to be centering this episode on standalone apps. Not talking about apps that you connect to your membership because we've already covered that in other episodes on this series. In this particular episode, this is a topical thing. Right now in my Instagram feed, I keep seeing this same guy over and over again talking about having a standalone app as your business. And I thought, why don't we get Jared on here to tell it like it is? Jared, you're not so much the big time known guru marketer, but you're my superhero when it comes to apps and technology. You're my tech sniffer. And I say that in an affectionate way. You're the one that comes to me with, hey, you should check this out. Or when I want to ask you a question about anything technological or even crypto related these days, you always have done the research and you're already 17 steps ahead of the rest of the market. It's your superpower. And you told me that standalone apps for memberships are the ultimate low hanging fruit. Why don't you tell me more about this topic and uh, let's get into it. Yeah, we have uh, quite a few episodes now where we've spoken about like the utility of having an app connected to a membership and, you know, you yourself have seen the benefits of that and as have other people. But then there's this ultimate low-hanging fruit that in sort of retrospect, I've leveraged for years and that is like these standalone apps that themselves are a product and they're not necessarily connected to the wider ecosystem of your membership. Maybe they're attractive to the same audience, but it's this constant idea that you can take content that you probably got latent. I can't even imagine how much content, James, you've produced over the years that you've been doing this. And I think other people are the same. And you can repackage that as a standalone app that you could sell as a one-off app purchase or maybe as some sort of in-app subscription type aspect. And it just seems like the ultimate low-hanging fruit, you know, to take content you've already got and give it new life in app form. Okay. So when you say content and you reference me, you said, I must have a lot of content Let me know what types of content are we talking about? What does that content look like to help us identify if we already have it or not? Yeah. So obviously people that are doing any sort of training content, uh, it could be in the video form or PDF formats or things of that nature that we typically associate with, you know, internet marketing or content production. That could have way more utility in an interactive means inside of an app. Some other examples are, you know, blog posts that you've maybe produced over the course of years, you know, packaging up them into a better searchable way 
could also be an app. And, you know, I can just think of a couple of people that we've helped where they literally took their free blog post material that they made every week. You know, they were doing recipes once a week, releasing a, a recipe to their blog, but taking that free content, packaging it nicely, giving a nice search function around it, it became an app and they were able to sell it for like $5 a piece. And they, you know, it ended up becoming a nice revenue stream for them. So I think it's wide open and the best option would be to maybe like contact us and be like, what could we do with a PDF, a video, an audio series or whatever that case may be, there's scope to turn that into a a nice app experience. So you're talking about creating this sort of little central zone of value out of maybe existing resources, mm-hmm. or maybe someone's listening to this. I'm, I'm thinking my kids, actually. I've got kids in the 20s now. Mm-hmm. Maybe they could be listening to this and thinking, hey, this is probably a simpler, easier business model than some of the other business models. They're not going to go and set up an Amazon store. They are probably not going to set up an agency straight out of the gate. They might do affiliate marketing, but it, it is a little more complex to go and build a website and a membership and info products, right? So if they thought, okay, I could just get an app. I'd be interested in the mechanics of this and I'm sure we'll cover that. Mm-hmm. But is it really just a case of creating something that's useful to others and just putting it in this little microsystem? Well, yeah, it is It is in some ways a microsystem, isn't it? Like it doesn't have all of the website and the automation sequences and those elements. It's a small self-contained little yeah, microsystem. I would think of it that way. I mean, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking is this a little tiny business model? I mean, I remember when you and I met <laughs> and you were still a PE teacher, <laughs> yeah. which still makes me chuckle. Me. And you get heavily featured in my book, Work Less, Make More. I actually get emails regularly saying, hey, I'm a Jared. <laughs> and awesome. uh, what they mean is they've got their fingers in lots of little pies, Correct. but you had already been doing plenty of these apps mm-hmm. and you still do them now. You've been case studying one inside Superfast Business Membership mm-hmm. that you started on a tiny little micro pay system yeah, that's yeah. snowballing over time. Why don't we talk about how the payment works? Mm-hmm. Uh, like who's collecting the money? How does it get taken? What sort of percentages are we talking about? And give us a scale of what does a small income look like and what does a larger income look like from this type of business model? And I'll call it a model. And I want to put an emphasis on this. You know, We're not talking about building the next Facebook or Google here. We're talking about a micro play that might give you enough of an income to make a small or big difference in your life, depending on what you're already doing now and how easy this would be for you or not. And these are all the variables, of course, we have to take into account. So we're not making income claims here. We're not making any guarantees because ultimately a lot of it's going to come down to the quality of the idea, the ability to execute, and maybe even a little bit of luck, right? Mm -hmm. Because if it wasn't a little bit of luck, then everyone would knock it out of the park using a step-by-step system that everyone seems to sell. (laughs) So how does the payment work and what sort of range are we talking about? Yeah. So this space, the app space, you're predominantly integrating with Apple or Google as their payment gateways. And that's quite, you know, People often think about that as a something that is a negative, but in essence, it also is a positive because you've now got millions of people with this one-click, you know, use their face to purchase ability. And that's a real positive. The only thing that you need to think about is that they do take a commission from that. It depends, you know, previously it was 30% that they would take and that's sort of automated and then they just give you the leftover part. 
but now it's 15%. And that's sort of come from quite a big series of news cases over the last few years of Amazon and Apple and all this sort of stuff. And they've realized that 15% for businesses that are under a million dollars of revenue in the app stores is a pretty good margin. That's actually pretty reasonable. Like, yeah, I don't know if everyone's familiar with this, but certainly in Australia, for example, when we collect our currency, we have to pay a pretty hefty processing fee. And it can often be two, three, some people probably even 4%. We get mm. hammered in some cases with conversions. When you transfer it, you get an exchange fee from PayPal to an Australian bank account. Or there are better platforms out there like Wise, for example, but they're not strong on the merchant side. Mm-hmm. So there are lots of costs involved, even if you pay a bookkeeper and so forth. So the convenience of this micro system where it just handles all of that and you pay a little fee. Well, 15% doesn't sound terrible at all compared to 30% sounds like a fair bit, but we're talking in some cases either a first business model or a little additional to the side business model. And I'm going to ask you for specific examples in a minute. I'm not letting you off the hook that easily, Jared. (laughs) By the way, is the Apple Google thing really just whether it's iPhone or Android? Yeah, you you do need to be on both right. though. If you're going to do this, you may as well leverage both platforms and you know, you'll probably have a different mix of where your audience sits, but it doesn't make a whole lot of sense these days to just pick one. And yeah, it's easy to do with the platforms these days to build on both. Okay, so give me some specific examples. I want to know about an app that we can go and have a look at that's actually doing this so we can say, right, this is what we're talking about. Well, I think this genesis came from my own success with one app in the PE teacher space. And then it led this whole app match really like, you know, from there as as something that people might do themselves. And we had these PDF drawings that we had made and we used to send them as an ebook. And I think a lot of people in the content space probably have an ebook or some other material that is useful in that context. And all we did was we packaged it up into a better user experience. And that's probably what this comes down to. You've got content, how can you make it more usable, have better utility? And that's what we did. And we literally built it in a weekend because it was so simple and we could use you know simple tools to do it. And that app went on to do over 100,000 downloads in the first year. And you know we were selling it for like $2.99. Now take out the 30% commission and you get a bit of insight into how this micro play. So it's a six-figure profit for you. Yeah. From this, the app is called Balance It and it's still on the app store. It's still a you know, really, really strong download from our audience, but it just sort of shows that this app was not me trying to build the next Facebook. It was taking existing content, packaging it up and giving it to our audience who thought it was valuable. So I guess that's the insight. Can you make some of that content you've already got more useful, better utility and make it something that people will pay? And I think the answer is it's probably easier than you think. Well, so for some people, that would help out with uh, the groceries or it would cover a car lease or it might ah, help you pay your mortgage down a little. Yep. You know, like that is a life-changing difference for a good proportion of our listeners right now. Granted, some of our listeners, a good chunk of them actually make over $100,000 a year. I've done the research on this. We've done the surveys, et cetera. And it's tempting if you've got a serious business doing multiple millions that you might be thinking, well, this isn't for me. Have you seen use cases where people have an existing business and they add something like this to the side? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So we've got like a daily blends app, smoothie app. They have a very successful business and they have added this as an additional product. And it's obviously creates self-sustaining revenue where the app development is far, far more affordable than what it can generate. And 
you know, they end up just building a lot of nice mind share for their audience. They've got this app that has all these other benefits, push notifications, and, you know, it's in their face all the time. And then they can build out their other services on top of that. So in some ways for people with existing businesses, I know you don't like the word lead magnet, but it can be like that. I don't mind the word lead magnet. I don't like the word tripwire. Tripwire. That's the one. Yeah. So in some ways it can be the first entry point. A starter product. Correct. Yeah. So if you've got a bigger business, then I would still say this is a valid use case. So it kind of reminds me of my book. I think of my book as a starter product because I do have my book on Amazon, Mm -hmm. right? Work Less, Make More is on Amazon. You can buy it as a Kindle, as a physical book or as an Audible, right? So that's in its own little ecosystem out there that someone else's platform, people can buy it. Those people do take a good chunk of it. They still haven't had the chat. I think they need to talk to Apple. They still take quite a hefty chunk of it. And I'm not going to get rich from that. I do know people who make six figures from their book. However, it's a great additional satellite sending people my way. And by the time someone's purchased and read my book, and if they liked it, then my coaching programs at Superfast Business are going to be a great fit. They know what they're in for. They've read about Jared. They know the transformation possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I also give away my book on my own website, superfastresults.com forward slash book. I give it away. I give away my book for free. And people can pay for the print version or the audio version for even less than they can buy it. It's probably half the price they can buy it on Amazon. I actually send it to them at cost or a small loss. Mm -hmm. And that's okay because that's a great starter product for the rest of my ecosystem. So what we're saying here is it's not a case of one or the other. This is not a mutually exclusive business. You can have your cake and eat it too. So whether you're starting out and it's your first foray into apps, this is probably one of the simplest ideas I've ever seen for the app. We're just making it very uncomplicated. It's a self-contained, self-payment capturing thing. And if you want, and I'm sure you're going to tell me, Jared, there are ways to help move that person into your ecosystem. For example, are you able to collect an email address? Of course, yeah. If you wanted to use this as step one of your entry into your business, then yeah, collect sign up and then in the back end. There's heaps of apps I've purchased where they want my email address to send me updates or whatever. Yeah. Or to even to make it work. I have to activate an email to make the app work in some cases. And then the great thing is that, you know, Apple becomes the launch pad for what might be even bigger endeavor in the future. You get to leverage the biggest company on earth for distribution. It's just a, a big, big thing for me. Now, because of how much advantage I could get from this and how useful it could be, I imagine this is very, very expensive to deploy. (laughs) Well, once upon a time was, and you can probably think back to when you first started building websites, James, as like an analogy of what this is like too. You could have gone the path of building apps with developers and chaos. You can still do that. You don't need to do that. We still hear about that $50,000, web build quotes for an app. Exactly. And if that's what you want to do and you've never gone down that path, I still recommend it's a good first step to do something like this as a low-hanging fruit to prove the concept, to monetize it, to realize that, yeah, their audience does want maybe something that was more custom and bespoke, but you don't have to start there. In fact, I've made many mistakes starting there across the course of my app development time. So yeah, you can do all of this way cheaper than you probably have heard with app development. I'm talking, you know, about four per year to have the entire product sort of managed, built from the ground up and delivered. And that's really quite sustainable because the revenue streams can sort of cover app development these days much more affordably. So for less than 1500 bucks, 
annually. You'll get an iOS and Android app. Your team will build it out from content provided by the customer. And so then the only question becomes, is this a business model you want to try? Do you already have content or not? And if you don't, do you want to create it? Do you think you could make back $1,500 or more from doing this business model? They're the ROI sort of questions that would go through my mind as a prospect to this type of service. Yeah. If I want to do that, where do I go? Theatmatch.com forward slash match. It's a quick survey and it's obviously, you know, you can just put in your details about what you have, your type of content and so forth. And then we, we actually love this part, James. We actually like reading them and finding out how best people can deploy this type of stuff in their business. I just have a real passion for apps and that's really all I've ever done, to be honest, if I think back to the beginning. And I just like to match up use cases to an audience. And sometimes, yeah, people come with an insight and they hadn't really realized that the gold was actually something entirely different. So yeah, that form is probably the best place to get started. Okay. The appmatch.com forward slash match. I just want to say here, the reason Jared and I talk is because he's made all the mistakes so you don't have to. (laughs) When I met Jared at a conference overseas, we had some enlightening conversations. I was absolutely blown away with what Jared had already done. He's already lived 10 lifetimes, I think, as a product creator. And my main role in Jared's life was to pull it all together and get some focus. And one of the things I was adamant about is I said, Jared, let's harness this ability you have, this superpower, put it under a brand. We actually created the app match.com. It's Jared's business. I am a partner in it because I just know how good he is. And I've been referring people to his service that we started from scratch for years and have had the most amazing feedback. The apps that I'm using are from that same service. Appreciate it. For the most part. And if you want a self-contained app, this is a simple way to go. So Jared, keep doing the good work. The appmatch.com, it's basically the concept is you tell us about what you've got going on. Jared will find the correct app that's already been built and already been made in terms of the infrastructure. So you're not having to pay $50,000 for that to be coded. It's already out there. It's kind of like a white label install, Mm -hmm. but you get to put your own stuff on it. And Jared will guide you through every single step of the way, as he's done with me, very patiently, I might (laughs) add. You know, in the beginning, it wasn't as easy. We had to log in and do things and click boxes and verify. It was so difficult, but Jared made it easy and that's what he's brilliant at. So thank you so much for providing this offer. This is episode 840 at superfastbusiness.com. We will transcribe it if you're interested. If you know someone who you think this business model would be good for, maybe do them a favor and send them over to this episode wherever you find it. Jared Robinson from theappmatch.com. Big soon, James. Good on you, mate. And uh, we'll get you back. Yeah, we'll get you back for some more goodness in the future. No worries. See ya. Discover how to build your business super fast. Check out superfastbusiness.com. Thank you.